0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Good morning. It is Wednesday, September 14th. I did not drive home. Uh, looking at my notes, um, I probably am driving home Friday. I, I want to watch. <laughs> for any of you guys that, that um, know it's, it's Play Fantasy Football, it's, it's waiver Wire Wednesday, so... Uh, I had to reorganize my lineup, and that's why it's eight forty nine, and I'm kind of late on this one. Um, I had the person I was playing Teddy was uh, this week. We had I had the running back for the 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 Broncos. He had a receiver for the Broncos. Um, I'm listening to dogs bark in the uh, Penny. We're <laughs> gonna yell at my dog. Hey. No, there we go. Okay. She's, she's, she's suddenly not, not as if tentative as the dog barking, but, um, yeah, so I had a running back. He had the receiver, Jerry Judy, uh, in the first half, Russell Wilson throws a, uh, pass. I think it's 60, 68, 69, 70 yards to Jerry Judy. My day was done. Williams was my running back. Uh, I think he beat my, beat me by two points. The running back should always beat the receiver. Uh, but not in this instance. So it was waiver wire. <clears throat> um by the way, something was brought up to me and I'm gonna go to and I, I don't know if they've fixed it. Um dot com. And let's see. Um if you go up here on, on trendspider.com and you go to plans and pricing, it might not pull it up. I worry I work on um yeah, they still have it a, a little altered. In Safari, it's a little messed up. Um, they're working on it, but uh, I told them. So you've got an advanced, um, elite, and premium. Premium is $39. Elite is $79 a month. Advanced is $129 a month. Advanced, nobody listening to me should need advanced. Nothing. Um, I have the elite. And the reason I have the elite is because it comes with back testing. The premium does not come with backtesting. It just comes with charting. Most of the time, you can probably get premium without all of the indicators um, uh, with, through your uh, your brokerage. Now, Transpider does have significantly customized indicators um, and, and that you can't get with your brokerage. It, it's It's... You know, like they say, no hidden charges first seven days free, ninety-nine percent uptime guarantee, one-on-one trading. That's how I learned phone, email, and chat support. These guys have the best customer service around. Um, when you go to yearly and you look at these these yearly prices, it makes a little bit more difference. Now, I get the elite, and and full disclosure, uh, the past three, two, three years, however many I've been subscribed to Trendspider, <clears throat> um. Uh, it's been 50% off, I think, somewhere in the neighborhood of $300, $400 is what I pay. Um, and that's essentially what I get. Now, they always have coupon codes and they just had 50% off for the, uh, uh, the Labor Day sale. So I, I think that's probably what you're looking at, um, something like that for, for Black Friday. It, the Elite is what you, if you want access to my uh, algorithm, the Elite is what you want. Just kind of that was brought to my attention yesterday. Uh, Most people that have gotten access to my algorithm have gone, I guess, with Elite. Um, They've tried it. Uh, Most are still subscribed, uh, so they're finding value in it. Um, it, 100% have not stayed subscribed, but most have. So I wanted to bring that up in the front of this uh, podcast. Um, let's see. Let me look at my notes to see if there. Oh, I'll bring this up too. Um, yesterday's downside was mainly we were. I was. I was recording the podcast while it happened. It just got worse and worse over the day. Buyers aren't showing up. Um, the 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 catalyst for this market turnaround is going to be when buyers show up. And when will buyers show up? When we know what the Fed does next week. So uh, in in my opinion, you're going to be floundering around. Are we going to be down today? I think you're going to be rather flat today. Uh, When we look at SPY, yesterday was simply a a drawback to last week. Uh, Look at the lows here, Uh, 392. I think you're at 393 right now, Um, somewhere in that neighborhood. That just brings you back to September 7th, which was last week, this time last week. So while it seems like a huge drawdown it was because we had such up days there. You're going to cover this 420 gap <clears throat> that you have still. Um you're you're going to see that. We saw a gap down yesterday. You're going to see that gap fill. Now the problem is uh is this just another uh bear market rally where where it's kind of, you know, we see this Kind of upturn here. Look at the weekly. The weekly barely even noticed the the upturn from last week. Uh, this week's candle is still uh, it hasn't been completed yet, but it doesn't look like anything. So before you panic uh, and, and think that oh my god the the world is coming to an end because yesterday we were at four percent down, uh, do a little bit of research and and, and I kind of tell you this. Uh, All the time, (laughs) well, I really tell you this. Your long-term portfolio will absolutely cover your short-term losses. So if you have a short-term loss like we did yesterday, just hold on to it. Again, Apple, what changed about Apple yesterday? In the 24 hours that we saw Apple shoot up, look at this Apple. Uh, In the 24 hours that we saw it shoot up here. Um, from 157 up to 165. What changed? Nothing. Down at 153. The algorithm still has you in. And the only reason it has you in is, again, these these moving averages. I tell you guys a lot that the moving averages have a lot to do with the exit in my algorithm. It, it's a simple algorithm, but those, those moving averages have a lot to do with it. So um, it hasn't gotten you out of this 157 buy. It probably will look at that MACD it's kind of moving towards the downside. You got a couple of candles probably in there. That's why I think we're going to be flat. I think this RSI is kind of in this no man's territory at 39. What's the catalyst for something like Apple? Where's it going? Um, You know, you look at at Facebook meta, which was one of the big, big losers yesterday. Um, I'm pulling it up now. It's up 0.21% in the pre-market. Um, you, 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 got you out yesterday. Let's see what the loss was. 5% loss from 162 down to 153. Um, it's probably even more than that, to be honest with you, but a 5% loss is probably timed perfectly, but did, did get you out. Um, this is one that, that I think, you know, it, 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 it has a future. Um, the, the, my first millions podcast guys were, were interesting because I'm not a huge Mark Zuckerberg fan. Uh, the two of them are huge Mark Zuckerberg fans. And the, the episode that they released, I think it was yesterday or the day before. I think it's the most recent one that they did an hour long on. And it's on YouTube. Uh, so you can watch them a- as well. But the the episode that they did, they talked about Zuckerberg just being this super focused guy and how he went on Joe Rogan. And he showed a video of him doing MMA fighting. And uh, they they kind of... Sean, who is the great storyteller of the two, um, he tells a story about how uh, Zuckerberg puts out this uh, this MMA fighting clip, and people have used it to kind of put it up against Jack Dorsey. Um, Zuckerberg, uh, highly faithful, um, you know, to his wife, uh, super uh, dad, um, laser focused on pretty much everything that he does. Um, one goal. Puts it out there, uh, works towards that, um, guides the company on a single philosophy, um, and, and moves towards that kind of direction. Uh, whereas you have Jack Dorsey, who uh, you know is a hippie who meditates more than he exercises, probably. <laughs> and it was just a comedic kind of look at it. Runs two companies, neither of them doing particularly well. Um, you know, backs out of the CEO of Twitter. And, and become square and and that kind of moves down. Um I now, mind you, I'm a fan of Jack Dorsey. I I think Jack Dorsey does a lot of things correctly. Um I, I think he's a fantastic, fantastic CEO. Uh and and they were talking about how and I always put Zuckerberg in the the, the realm of <clears throat> evil empire. And he I guess on the Joe Rogan podcast, which I haven't listened to, I don't typically watch that one or listen to it. But I guess on that interview, um, he turned it around and said, well, What would you do? And nobody had a good answer. Um, you know, they're a social media company. The FBI comes to you and says, Hey, uh, we have, you know, uh, we know that this story is blowing up. Um, we want you to suppress it. What would you do as the CEO? Do you suppress it? Do you piss people off? Um, do you, are, are you a news outlet? Do you do it until you can confirm it? Whereas it's already spread like wire, wildfire, um, you know what? What's your uh, platform's uh, requirement? And and he said, you know, it's a no win situation kind of thing. So, um, you know, but again, I kind of point out what changed. Uh, Microsoft, what changed? Other than hey, we might have more rate increases, which should have been. You know, priced into the market, so it's a weak pullback. It wasn't; it was huge. Don't get me wrong. Your SPXU, your SQQQ, um, your your kind of those ETFs on the bear side, up huge. Uh, but um, do do we bounce back today? I think you're seeing a flat a flat market. Uh, Microsoft under 250, get it all day long. It's trading at 253. I think that's a great place for you to buy. Google at 104, Uh, you you know, again, it was 108 in the algorithm on the buy. You're probably going to lose on this one. The RSI is at 31. Google is crossing down. Do you time it here at 104? No, you don't time it. But do you buy it? Five-year outlook. It's a $500 stock. Again, they're they're number two, um, you know, in the the cell phone business. They've got self-driving cars. Um, they are number one in search. Uh, when the economy comes roaring back and that stock's at 150 and you wish you would have made a, a 50% profit on it, yeah, come back to me then. Uh, add to your long portfolio. And, and, and the, the quote that I love, uh, always love, is Warren Buffett's, um, when other people are become fearful, become greedy. When other people become greedy, become fearful. And you know when people became greedy? I'll tell you. Look at this. People became greedy in January. So let's let's look at that. Uh, we'll go back to January of this year. Look at that. Tops in the market. People became greedy because look at that upturn for the last couple of years. Look at since COVID. Look at that upturn. They, on a weekly basis, there was no real pullback. You heard about it in the news, but you didn't really hear uh, how far it went. Now, we haven't even touched the 200-day uh, on, on the weekly basis. We're just breaking kind of the 50-day. The uh, we're using it as, as a uh, so, uh, resistance level. Clearly, the August high used it as a resistance. It bounced right off it. You couldn't get any closer. Um, it was right there. So we're, we're kind of just floundering in this. September, I was up significantly month to date. Now I'm down, down significantly. But again, if you have a long term horizon, don't worry about it. Uh, I would be adding to uh, Apple, uh, Microsoft, Google, Amazon, any of those. Uh, UNH, let's look at, and, and we're going to look at another one. UNH, United Healthcare. This is one that, when if we do go into a recession, healthcare does well. The algorithm had you buy in at 526, I had said, hey, it's going to come down to this gap here between 511 and 506, 505. Buy it. It's at 513. Um, I I think it's probably still got some downside, but I think you can continue to hold this one. Look at that MACD. The MACD is going to cross down today. The RSI hasn't been at this territory um, with the MACD down at this level since June. And you wrote this one in June from 475 up to 560. Uh, I think this one's a long-term buy and hold. Uh, the ex-dividend date has passed, so the next catalyst is October 12th for their, uh, their 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 earnings. Another one that I like that has pulled back, and the CEO was on Jim Cramer last night. The algorithm has you out, and and the RSI is hugely down at 33. Um, I think this one could come down to the 492 level. But do I want to wait for that if I'm buying this one for long term? Probably not. Here's the reason. You've got September 22nd. Uh, they, uh, they announce earnings. My guess is um, they don't do it this quarter. After last night's interview, I don't know that there is an actual uh, membership rate increase coming for Costco. Um, it could happen, though. Uh, am I upset if I buy this at $510 today? Um, no, because my guess is you can hold on to that. Again, take your 5% loss if it goes down 5%, put your stop loss in there, uh, at, you know, 490. I, I don't know that it's going down 5%, but the reality of this situation is I think this is a good one to hold into earnings because I do think after last night, um, you know, he thinks they're six months to a year away from a booming economy. They're up at 5.13 right now. I, I think you can probably get this one at 5.10 sometime today. Uh, that's where it closed. But Costco, it, it, it's a good one. Um, CEO last night, this is a time when they build their market share. The stock price absolutely should turn around with his CEO like that. Um, so CVX, uh, Chevron, under 160. I kind of said, hey, under 160, it's at 159. Um, I don't know what's trading in pre-market. Let's see if we can look at it in pre-market. I'm gonna move that down. CVX. Uh and I'll talk about it Uvixie as well. CVX 160. It's at 160 in pre-market. Buy it. You know, energy. Here's here's what Halima Croft said this morning. <clears throat> um the fears of recession are going to push the, the oil prices down. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let me take a drink of water. Um, the Biden administration had said the, the emergency reserves are not going to be refilled um, or not going to be distributed after October. So October is the final. That takes a million barrels a day off the market. Uh, I think it's a million, somewhere in that neighborhood. Um, but it takes a bunch of barrels off the market. Which again is supply. You've got a December fifth uh EU um uh sanction against Russia takes barrels off the market. Not completely. They just have to sell them to China and India at a significant discount. Um and we went over that yesterday because Putin doesn't have a way doesn't have a way to store oil. Uh he has a way to store natural gas, so it takes that off. Um uh, so, you know, she says there's still a supply issue. We are in this zone because oil reserves have been there and it's been propping up that oil down to $80 a barrel. Um Biden administration, I don't know if they said this but or or if this was an analyst prediction, they want to refill the reserves at $80 a barrel, which puts in a floor. If that's where they think they're going to refill the reserves, We haven't been, I I think it was the 1980s or something, the reserves haven't been this low. Um, Again, supply demand, that takes supply off the market because they're going to be using it and buying it at $80. What does that do? That drives the price up. So I I think energy is still in play. Chevron, I think at 160, I think you're going to, you know, their earnings are coming out October 27th. I think Devon Energy is a great one. Um, I had a, uh, an Instagram uh, listener, too, last night, um, asked me to go over some stuff. Um, I think it was Max. Let me look real quick. Um, where is that? Uh, oh, why don't I have this? I know I put it up here. Um, I will look want me to go over KOLD and, um, why don't I have it here? This is interesting. Um, I guess I don't, I didn't put it in there, but I'm going to pull up Instagram right now while I'm on the, uh, on this podcast. Uh, Max, Max, wanted me to look at KOLD? And, and since we're talking about energy, I'm going to look at KOLD. And Max, I hope you're watching on YouTube. Kold, um, we talked. I, I kind of said to him yesterday. Again, I think we're in this supply demand, and 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 supply is going to greatly under underproduce for demand. Um, wow, they're looking at the two year treasury note on a weekly on a yearly basis. Huge, um, but KOLD it has you in at ten forty four. You're at twelve twenty one. So you've got 20% profit on this one, close to it. Uh, You can clearly see, clearly that that MACD is starting to cross down and that the RSI is trending down. Um, I'm going to add in some Bollinger Bands here too because Bollinger Bands will typically tell me, um, where are they? Oh, I need to find the Bollinger Bands. There they are. There they are. Four hours. Um, see how it expands here? It's synced up, which pushed that higher. Uh, and, and syncing up doesn't always mean pushing higher because look, they synced up and it pushed it lower. Just means that it's going to make a move when they get closer. See how they're apart? They're kind of coming together right now. It will make that move when they actually come together. I don't see this one making a move. And, and by the way, trade the trend if it's going to make a move you can clearly see from september 8th down here the move has been downward that macd is moving downward this is how you use indicators to try and determine the trend my guess is kold is is moving down i think he had said um he's going yeah he's going to buy sell a covered call on on kold which again if it goes down he'll be able to make money on that one uh, that's option strategy by the way uh, i personally do not recommend option strategies. Um, They can make you a a ton of money with just a short little move, uh, but they can also lose you a lot of money. Selling covered calls means that you essentially own uh, the stock and you're hedging against it going down. I would say max, that's a great, um, if you do own KOLD and you don't want to sell it because there's a tax event, something of that sort, or you want to hold on to it. I think selling a covered call against owning that stock is a great strategy. Um, I, I, I do see KOLD going down. Uh, and the reason is because I just don't see natural gas continuing downward. Look at how it's traded in this, um, this range. And in fact, you had a MACD cross up on Boyle of 86.20 yesterday. 86.20. You're trading right at 86.20. Let me look at where you are. Boyle. Um, it's not assuming that this is going to go up um, because, the, again, this is uh, natural gas, it's a levered thing. Uh, 92. Oof, wish I would have seen that one. But 86.20 is the, you know, you've got your MACD cross-up. Uh, the Bollinger bands are a little wider. See how they synced up here on, on, on Boil? And they've kind of moved, they're a little bit wider than I would like. To see a huge run up. Um, you saw here how they synced up right before you got that buy and then they moved up. This could be indicating that uh, either a big move is going to happen. Uh, and again, this doesn't know about catalysts. This just it, it is a guess. Don't think that I'm a genius in this respect if all of a sudden Putin. Decides, hey, we're not going to deliver any natural gas to Europe because uh, I want to get on. um, uh, I want to, uh, you know, win Ukraine or, you know, he comes. It could be uh, Putin steps down and then all of a sudden natural gas just collapses because Nord Stream uh, is back at 100 percent. They're selling their oil on the open market. You know, they they, again, the the Russians are in retreat in Ukraine. so. I, you could see something like this. See how big they are here. They didn't sync up. And you went from 44 up to 80 something uh, in June. June through July. So you got out with a 64% gain there. But you can clearly see this synced up. It moved up to about 120. Um, you got your 20% right there. Uh, this is, has kind of moved down. Now it's in an upward trend. Boyle, to me, is a buy there at 86. I think if you get it in the 90, collision 90, I think you're good. But energy is clearly, clearly still in play. While we're on natural gas, um, oh, by the way, so th- there are three things that are really happening in, in the oil market per se. If a recession hits, oil goes down. If China continues their lockdowns, oil goes down. Uh, if the EU backs out of their sanctions in December with uh, not buying Russian oil, oil goes down. So you, you've got big kind of gambles here, but I do think the energy play, you can play UCO, you can play SCO, you can play Boyle, you can play KOLD. You can, my preference would be to not play an ETF. If you want to play the energy portion, get one of these energy companies. Get Devon. Devin hasn't crossed up. Um, It doesn't look like it's going to cross up, but at 60, like I said, anything under 70, it's at 70.15 in pre-market. Occidental, Um, Oxy, let's look, 66.17. Buffett is still buying this. Buffett is still pouring money into this. If you don't think this is going back to 75 and filling this gap, I mean, you're crazy. But I, again, you've got an opportunity to buy into a business that is producing money, that is distributing it back to shareholders, MPLX, 8% dividend, I love this one, I've held this one for quite a while, just had a MACD cross up at 33.16, it uh, doesn't mean that it won't cross down here because it does look like it's moving in the downward direction, but play the energy. You don't have a catalyst on this. They already paid their dividend. Their earnings aren't coming up anytime soon. Um, But Exxon, great company. 96 is probably going back to 100. There's a 4% move right there. You've got a gap here between 98 and 100. My guess is it's going to cover at some point that gap. Uh, You don't have any earnings are coming up on October 27th. So there's no real catalyst. But you can clearly see if I pull this back to the June highs. There's a volume shelf here between 93 and 95 that's building. The volume shelf below it is between 91 and 92. I don't think we're going down there. I think this is putting in a shelf here about 95. Um, I think there's another volume shelf that's going to build up here at 98. And I think that's where you're going to see this this one build up. Uh, Would I get in right now? 97.78 is the uh, algorithm buy. The algorithm makes you only 36% over 500, uh, 500 days, 1,000 candles. It makes you 156% if you buy and hold. The average win is 9.64%. You only win 10 out of 27 times, so only 37%. Uh, the reality of this one, I bought in the 40s. I'm still holding it. I don't particularly tend to 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 sell this one. In fact, let's look at uh, XOM. I think they have it. Yeah. It's a 4% dividend, 3.69. It's a nice company to own. CVX, let's look at their, uh, their PE is 10.43. Chevron, uh, their PE is 10.65. They have a 3.56% dividend. I think Chevron probably, Chevron is 12% off its 52-week high. Uh, Exxon is 9% off its 52-week high. Probably go into Chevron. Honestly, I'd probably just go into Chevron, just based on those fundamental numbers. Don't worry about the price under 160. I think you can get it. Um, so, uh, a couple other things uh, with natural gas. Since we were on that one, uh, Mosaic. Remember, natural gas is a uh, is u- needs to be used in order to create fertilizer. So, fertilizer companies have been kind of halting. Uh, in the EU because of their gas shortages. So uh, you look at something like Mosaic. Mosaic just had a cross-up here at 56. It got you out on the next candle. There doesn't seem to be a cross-up happening anytime soon on this one because, again, the the MACD is kind of moving downward. Uh, I looked at this, and there were some people that kind of texted me. I'd be a little bit careful here at 56 um, you clearly do have a volume shelf here uh, that's forming right at about fifty-two. Uh, the fifty-two dollar mark. Uh, I would think that you know again the shelf. Look at that shelf. If you're really looking, it's between forty-eight and forty-five. Uh, if we come down now, if they're stopped from doing business, who knows? But MOS and CF, uh, CF even has a bigger kind of indication. Uh, this could be a head and shoulders pattern, and again, I, you know, it's kind of—it's not real clear that it is. But a head and shoulders pattern, when you get something like that, um, if you've got an upward trend, it could mean a reversal. So look at that daily. Kind of indicates it might be a head and shoulders pattern that has formed. If we kind of just move out a little and have a little up bump here. Uh, it's clearly on the daily. It's used the 200 day before as a, a support level. 88 is where the 200 day is at. I don't expect it to, to get down there because you do have a volume shelf here at 93. Would I buy it at 100? Probably not. You look at this the algorithm and the algorithm makes you 180% versus 202% buying and holding. Um, it's about 50% out of 22 positions, 10 wins, 12 losses. Average win is 19%. But you don't have an in yet. Uh, I, I think it's going to use this 200-day this as support 96. I think it could come down there. Um, but again, I think we're trading in the sideways realm here. Um, uh, buyers, my notes just says buyers are nowhere to be found. And, and we very well may see that until next week. Uh, Palo Alto Networks, PANW, um, cybersecurity is something that nobody's cutting back on. They had their three-for-one split yesterday. Uh, it took place. Um, I got a bunch of shares added to my position. Uh, I think that puts in kind of a platform here. Um, let's pull the volume shelf here. I'm going to pull this. Um, oh, come on. We're going to pull this. Ugh. I think I need to move this back a little bit because we've had, yeah, I'm going to move this back to here, April 27th. The volume shelf that I see here is at 172. So if you buy here at 180, you probably have a downside of $10. Uh, You have a gap here, right, right at this volume shelf at about 171. I don't know that we're necessarily going back there to, to, to fill it. Uh you did have a MACD cross-up here at 182. Did it get you out? Um I seem to think the MACD is about to cross down. It's your choice if you get into this one. I'm buying and holding this one. Uh I've got a significant position in it, and it's buy and hold. Remember your uh single stock, and let's Google this. Single stock ETF list. We're going to look that up. Here is eight leveraged single stocks. And this is Investopedia. And these are uh, eight stocks. You can see them. Uh, Tesla Bear, TSLQ, NVIDIA Bear, NVDS, uh, PayPal Bear, PYPS, PayPal Bull. Uh, these are uh, ETFs that are levered with options plays. So, TSLQ, if you think that Tesla is going down, uh, this one does not have enough candles to run um, the the algorithm here. Uh, neither does, um, you can see it just doesn't have enough. Uh, enough. The Bollinger Bands are kind of uh, out there. Which one is? Let me see. The NVIDIA... Um, Bear NVDS is the one that I wanted to look at. Uh this one was quite yeah. <laughs> see, as NVIDIA has gone down, this one has run all the way up from 37 to 54. Um, you know, NVIDIA is just one. I think it's still got downside. Um, let's look at NVIDIA so that we can see if NVDS is uh is good for this. Let's see. Strategy test or run. Nvidia, oof, it's ugly. You are in at 141. It hasn't gotten you out yet. The MACD just hasn't crossed down. The RSI is at 29. Uh, I think you, you know, again. Where's the downside support on this? I don't know. Uh, I pull back this 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 out this volume chart, and I can't even get back to a time. Uh, I'm gonna need to pull this one back to a daily and just pull the volume chart look i mean look at this you're going all the way back to 2021 to see where this one really let's see where people are holding it um put it right there april 2021 um april 2021 and then i pull this one back here it's hard to see. I mean, we've broken through every volume shelf here. I just don't see people holding this one. Um, it, it has been a, a nightmare. Chips are, you know, we've got a glut of chips. Uh, look at Ruth Chris up 4%. What was the catalyst on that one? I don't know. Poof. Uh, pre-market, but it's up 4%. Um, but remember those single stocks? They help you on days like yesterday. NVIDIA was down. and NVDS was way up. Uh, an interesting stat from Kyle Bass this morning on CNBC. Um, during the 2008 financial crisis, the Fed's uh, balance sheet was $1 trillion. We quadrupled that uh, with COVID, and it went up to $4 trillion. So essentially from 2008 to 2020, we quadrupled the balance sheet of the Fed, and, and, and that is no small thing because that puts more money, and it puts more debt, um, and it puts more leverage on the U.S. economy. Uh, that Fed today has a balance sheet of $8.8 trillion. They want to get back to the $4 trillion, which means they're going to have to sell a bunch of their equities, a bunch of their bonds, a bunch of their mortgage-backed securities. They're going to have to sell all of that in order to get back. As they raise interest rates, and Kyle Bass said this: as they raise interest rates, it gets crazy expensive for the U.S. to actually finance their debt. Think of it this way: uh, think of you having an adjustable rate mortgage, uh, and you're in your house, and you can barely make the payments. Now, say it's a thousand, just to make dollars easy. Thousand dollars a month um, is what you're paying. oh, uh, and you're at a five percent or a two percent rate, just for easy math. Um, that means about, you know, uh, probably I'd say 600 of that eight of that thousand dollars is going towards, uh, interest if you're early in, in the, in the realm. So then you go from a 2% rate up to all of a sudden, because remember the Fed was at zero, but they want to get to 4%. So you wind up going from 2% up to 8%. Uh, and that monthly payment of a thousand dollars all of a sudden becomes somewhere near about three thousand dollars. That's what the Fed and the United States government is going to have to do to pay on this debt. So in order to sell and 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 get that balance sheet down, they're going to have to pay off some of that debt. They're going to have to pay off um, some of these 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 kind of liabilities. That's where the market is probably going down. Kyle Bass is a big bear. He doesn't like uh, what's going on with some of the spending stuff. So that's where you're at. Uh, Let's look at LNG because we were talking about uh, that went up yesterday. I think no, it was a red candle yesterday. Still in at 165. You can get it at 165 right now. So. Uh I don't, you know, I'm not pouring money into this one, but it, it's clear the RSI is at 58. It's in no man's land. Um, but the MACD is still on an upward trajectory. You know, they they announced that they're increasing their dividend, increasing their buyback. Um, you know, they 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 should continue to make a significant amount of money. Um yesterday scans. And Max, you wanted me to, me to go over one more. Let's go over Max's other one. G-E-R-N. And the reason I'm going to go over Max's stuff is because I scanned. There is nothing worthwhile in a scan with a T cross-up. Nothing. Um, so here is, let's look at this. Um, here is G-E-R-N. Jaron. I'm going to look. I bet, knowing Max, Max, this is not gonna. Yep, yeah, they ain't making money, Max. <laughs> it's a biotech company. You're 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 rolling the dice on on biotech companies. The B Riley uh, resume coverage at four dollars. It looks like every uh, analyst has this at four dollars, and they've had it at four dollars since 2019. Um, there was news. Intrinsic value is potentially 95. Let's see what what does this say uh 95% above its chair price. So it's getting some good press. Um uh specifically on Finviz. uh a late stage clinical biopharmaceutical company focuses on the development commercialization of therapeutics for myo maybe Dr. Tom knows about this one. Uh it develops imimetalostat okay in phase 3 clinical trials which inhibits the uncontrolled proliferation of malign, malignant stem, and yeah, I can't even read this stuff. Um, yeah, revenue, look at this. Trailing uh, 12 months, 1.34 per share. Uh, that's revenue. Uh, cost of revenue they don't even put, uh, put up there. Uh, they're, they're losing money. It's losing money. They've got, a lot of these folks have it at $4. It's currently trading at about $2.94. If you've held this one, you've heard me say this before, Max. Um, profits are there to be taken. And this does look like if you got in at $1.29 or anything above that, it's still got confirmation. Uh, I don't mean to say that it, it, it won't continue to run. The RSI is at 71 That's big. Look at that, uh, the MACD. It's up there. Those Bollinger bands are just, they're just kind of moving in, in, in tandem. There's no expansion, there's no, you know, the, the last time they moved in tandem uh, was kind of just on the way down here, down to a dollar twenty nine. You know, if you want to roll the dice, roll the dice. Let's move this. We're going to move this. Uh, I'm going to grab this. I want to grab my, there we go. I'm going to move this back to here where it really sank down. Let's see where most people are holding this. This is a day stock max. Uh, Most people since August 5th, which was kind of a high, are holding this between $2.33 and $2.36. Most people are holding it there. You're at $3.02 right now. The market just opened up. That candle is still huge. It's outside the Bollinger Bands. Um, the last time it was outside the Bollinger Bands was September 2nd. It moved from 270 down to 260. Um, the last time it was out before that, it was outside the Bollinger Bands was August 4th, where it was at 250 and it moved all the way down to about $2. So it's trading in that high range. It's got a red candle right now, which means it's kind of moving downward. But that, that, that candlestick will uh, appear outside that Bollinger Band. Uh, So that's what worries me about this because look at every other time that it traded outside that Bollinger Band, it had one of these pullbacks. So my guess, and again, Max, this is just gambling. This is as much as gambling as you can get. I would take your profits on this candle today. Kind of use your, uh, you know, let's see, G-E-R-N. I'm gonna do this for you, Max. Max was nice. Max became a supporter. He didn't want to pay. By the way, I just realized this the other time too. The supporter button in Anchor is monthly. If you want to tip me in the link tree, there's a link to my PayPal there. Uh, I will also put a link to the Venmo. Uh, Max got my Venmo and I'll put it in there as well. He wanted to just tip me one time as a thank you. And I, I certainly appreciate it, Max. G E R N, look at a bit of two day. Um, and let's zoom in. I'm on a one-minute chart on Active Trader Pro. Um, yeah, in pre-market, it doesn't have that much. Look at the 10-day volume max, 4 million. 90-day volume's 3 million. That means it's just on a run. Uh, today, it's traded between 299 and 304. Looks like it opened up at 304, and it just doesn't have the gumption to kind of uh, stay at 304. Doesn't mean that it won't go there. It's a lightly traded stock um the, the trade sizes though are big these are people playing you know playing you're at your 52 week high at 304 god yeah max sell it at 3 put it in for $3 take your profits that's my take on it it's already moving downward um let's see what the market's doing i didn't look in active trader pro markets are flat i think that's what you're going to see uh again i didn't do scans um if you guys have anything that you need me to look at let me know. Oh there it is. K.O. up at the top K.O.L.D. and Jern for Max. I had it up there. I knew I put it in there Max. My apologies. I, it it should have been the first thing I looked at. Um energy, keep buying energy. If and if you don't want to pick a company, get the XLE. XLE pays you uh, a dividend. Um let me see what there was one other one that I put in here. Uh, I thought last night, maybe not. Um, yeah, Buffett is still buying that LNG. What happened yesterday? Oh, uh, healthcare. If you want a healthcare, we talk, I talk about UNH. If you just want to buy a healthcare, VHT or XLV? And, and look at these charts. VHT is Vanguard Healthcare. It's an ETF with, uh, you can do your research on these two. 234 was the buy-in on the algorithm, um, and typically for long buy-in holds, I like to buy on an algorithm buy. Um, your RSI is kind of in no, man land, no man's land. I don't think it's horrible at 234 if you want to hold on to this. The algorithm makes you 26% over a thousand candles, whereas buying and holding makes you 16%. This is super, super un, kind of exciting, 2% average win, 1% average loss. You win 14% of the time. So that 234, you probably could have won on this one. You um, you know, you, I don't know that you're going to win, but look at those spikes in, in volume. You see tremendous spikes on certain days. Uh, I don't know that you're going to see a spike here, but you might. Uh, but XLV is another one. Um, this is the sector spider. Um, and you had a 126 right here, and you're trading at 127. They trade right on. But if you don't want to buy... Uh, UNH, I would point you guys towards some of these ETFs. Um, yeah, it looks like growth and everything. I'm probably down for the day. Look at the ARK funds. The ARC funds are horrible. Um, but again, I think you're going to be flat. I will probably be on tomorrow because uh, tomorrow's football day, Thursday night football. So I'm probably not driving. Uh, I'll be on YouTube for a little bit if you guys want to join me on YouTube. I usually hang out there a little bit later um, than I do. Uh, on the podcast. So I'll stay afterwards. Look at that. See, that's what happens is the compressor starts coming down. I don't know why. I don't know why it changes like that. I I literally, oh, I guess I click on it here and it moves it down to zero. Oh, well. Uh, Okay, 46 minutes today. Take care. Talk to you tomorrow. I will be hanging out on YouTube chatting with folks. See ya.